everyone. This is Jasmine from the Amalgam podcast that I co-host with Vivian. Wanting to remind you all to check out all of our podcasts on MyNerdyBunch.com as we have a huge variety of genres from Marvel to DC, anime to horror movies, and so much more. Again, MyNerdyBunch.com. Thanks and enjoy the Gamers for Life podcast. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Gamers for Life podcast, where each and every Saturday we discuss all things games. One of your hosts, Jarrell, with me is my co-host, my right-hand man, my ABXY, Arthur. What is happening, dude? Not much. Yep. It's a good day. Woke up not too long ago. Had some juice. Nice. And a drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, doing doing uh, doing good. You know, of course, we talk, we'll, we'll be talking more about it. Uh, uh, Gamescom stuff, but something else happened, yeah. and my long-winded... 16 years, 16 year wait of a sequel, uh, Psychonauts 2. Uh, it's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the, so I, yeah, so remember, so that dropped, like that came out the first day of Gamescom the 24th. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this, it's already out. Yeah. And also reminder, it's on Game Pass. Um, it's on Game Pass, um, you know, Xbox, PC and cloud. Okay. Um, and yeah, oh, I'm like an hour into it. I would have played more, but my, Cause I was streaming it and my PC kind of got messed up and oh. yada yada. Uh, well, <laughs> it's one of those games where they they get you back into the game uh, by immediately like the game just starts. Okay. Like, like there's like a, there's like a five minute like previously on Psychonauts, which I think is absolutely fair. Oh wow. Because you know it's, <laughs> it's not like it just came out like you know six months ago. It came out like you know. A day more than a decade and a half ago. <laughs> right. So, yeah, yeah, it's hap- yeah, a lot of stuff's happened since. So then. previously on on uh, Psychonauts, and, and then the, and then the game drops you in the first level. I was telling you, oh my god, it's, it's kind of like gross. Yeah. Because it's like all it's dentist dentistry themed. So there's like teeth everywhere and gums and cavities and shit. <laughs> oh my god! And there's oh my god! And uh, and uh, and the, so the psyche of this dentist, this evil dentist, to progress the doors are teeth. Teeth zippered. Uh, there's zipper teeth doors. Oh. There's zipper teeth, so you have to unzip this vertical row of teeth, and they open blah, like a, it's just it's fun, fun gross. <laughs> if you never play, if you never play like a, a Tim Schaefer, a t- Tim Schaefer, mm. or a Double Fine game, yeah, it's like the closest thing we. It's like the closest thing we'll get to like a game brought to you by Tim Burton. In, oh, okay. In terms Got of the Im- in terms of the imagery and the style, like no, like no, no one, no one's realistic. Like there's people that are green and blue. We're just like, okay, moving on. Mm. <laughs> you know, contorted faces and shit. Wow. Uh, so yeah, like like I said, best way you can subscribe a, a twenty five a double fine game. Which by the way, apparently they're celebrating their twentieth uh, anniversary. Oh nice. Because that's the opening anniversary, mm-hmm. dude. That's crazy. Twenty years of uh, double fine. That was because uh, that comes up during the credit during the credits. But yeah, I'm I'm in playing that. It's fun, and there and uh, it's getting really good reviews, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. really high reviews. So that's really positive as well. Yeah, it's definitely fun. It brings you back to the. You can just feel like it brings you back to the age of like the classic platformer. But of course, the biggest upgrade to classic platformers the camera. <laughs> that's you know you, you play a classic platformer like you know like Crash Bandicoot, and the camera is notorious for just the, fucking killing. The camera you. is awful. The worst yeah. thing in the world. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Um, nice. nice. But really? Yeah, yeah, that was, that's that's been kind of you know, be kind of that. Uh, just been chilling, 
Nice. Very cool, man. Well, uh, for all of you watching, hello, hello, welcome. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe on the YouTube. Uh, and then, obviously, if you're listening to us as well, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast application. Uh, and if you want to check out, say, uh, when Arthur streams via the Twitch stream, managing the Twitch stream, uh, if you want to keep in tune with, say, the episodes or whatnot, whether it be the video game clips, the full episodes, Mm-hmm. Uh, or just anything related to Gamers for Life, uh, supporting Gamers for Life, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. uh, go to leaguetrade.com forward slash Gamers for Life. That is the one-stop shop link to uh, check out all our stuff. And uh, here at the Gamers for Life podcast, we read the news while you can listen or watch what you choose by clicking on the links of the time code within the description of the episode. So you can go to the specific segment of what you want to check out. Uh, so uh, feel free to do that if you'd like to do so, or if you just want to listen or watch the whole thing, feel free to do that here at the Gamers for Life podcast. One funny, uh, interesting FYI, uh, 80% of our viewers are not subscribed. So imagine if you were to get this great content <laughs> and you know about when it comes out because you get notified because you clicked on the notification button after you subscribed it's an amazing world, so be sure to subscribe. We'd love to have you uh, a part of the Gamers for Life family, so please be sure to do that. Uh, and as you we were talking about off-air, mm-hmm. Gamescom. That's that's, that's the big cool. that's the big news. Yeah. Which I'm glad because you know, this time last year, you know, this time last year it was like events? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I say that you know you know you know this year is di- this year is digital only. But Just real quick, I would say I feel like this was the first gaming event Mm. that kind of didn't 100% feel like it was digital only. Like it felt like, like it just it just ran smoothly. Like it just like felt like just a normal fucking event. Really? Okay, that's interesting. I don't know. I know it was was different. There's still I'll talk about it more there, but it still has this cringe. But you know, if they if they wouldn't have said like digital only event, I'd have been I wouldn't have like noticed it. Oh, okay. Just been wow. like, okay, here's Gamescom. It sounds like they did a good job then because I know like in general, like it's like the opposite, right? You know, it's like oh we're just watching an assortment of videos, you know, but if it looking like an actual event, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. That's fun. Oh, nice. Like I said, there's cringe lizard there's cringe lizard people. <laughs> so And then good old Jeff Keeley, he ran the he ran the ship on that, huh? Uh I forget. Says ho- uh, host. I I, I, didn't, I, I didn't watch I um I didn't watch everything, but okay. um we'll get we'll get into it real, real quick. Definitely one of the ex. It was one of the hosts. It was one of the hosts of the one of the showcases. That was hard cringe. Really? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I have to put a clip on the YouTube's. <laughs> I'll send you. I'll send you a few. If, uh, it's, okay. Yeah. It's bad. It, okay. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Because if if uh if we can know who that is and Super Rover's watching it, if watching I, this, that'd be hilarious. One of them real quick, they're, they're, one of them real quick, they're talking about Forza Horizon yeah, and how like it takes place in Mexico. And after, and after the fucking video, the guy's like, wow, that Mexico looks muy bonito. I'm just oh, like, God. Jesus, fuck, dude. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. who wrote that? Fucking loser people. <laughs> Whoa, we're talking about Mexico? Muy bien. Like, we're not fucking Dora the Explorer. We're professionals. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. That's nuts. Can you say console exclusive? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, just to kind of kick off here, for those <laughs> who maybe aren't super privy on Gamescom for uh, just, you know, it's currently going on, I believe. I don't think it's over yet, right? 
No, there's still well, there's still like little interviews little video and, and exclusives, like more gameplay stuff like that. Like okay, like people like people playing demos and shit. Yeah. Okay. Right but in on. terms of new, new, like wow, <laughs> showcases, I don't think so. Okay. Right on. Uh, so just to kick off here, according to Polygon.com, says here host Jeff Keighley brought a slew of new trailers or news trailers. And updates to Gamescom 2021 opening night live kickoff show in a two-hour live stream on Wednesday. Uh, there are a lot. To there's a lot to digest, but you can catch up with all the Polygon story stream. Uh, but if you want the biggest titles, here they are. So to kick off, Saints Row Reboot has been revealed. Pretty interesting stuff here. It says there's a new Saints Row, and it's called Saints Row. <laughs> Love it. That's that just sums up Saints Saints Row. Saints Row a sentence. What is it? Saints Row. Uh huh. And, yep. And that's it. Moving on. <laughs> uh, this is developer Volition showed off uh, the look and feel Saints Row coming in 2022 in the debut trailer at Gamescom 2021. Uh, the new Saints Row is coming February 25th, 2022, for PlayStation 4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X, and PC. Via the Epic Games Store it says if you look, want more, here's an in-depth look at the next Saints Row based off a preview of the game. Um, that's interesting. Uh, I wonder how far they are into the development of the game. The reason why I say that is because you know there's this there's this uh, long red tape. It seems like this year showing of games that are held back specifically when they're trying to be made for all of the platforms. You know, obviously Cyberpunk being one of them. Uh, you had even, yeah. even Horizons uh, Forbidden West, yeah. you know, being pushed back. Which Horizon is, is that one? Is that one a PS5 exclusive or both for PS5 and PS4? Uh, the Horizon that one is PS5 and PS4. Ah, uh, see, because that because that was one of the few PS4 games I was like truly. Keep, keep talking. I'm gonna plug in my phone. I forgot. Got it. The main video one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now nice. Um, but real quick, no, because like. As an Xbox player, from the outside looking in, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, the first one, felt like that was like a con not only a console exclusive, but one of those like games to buy a console for. It was like, hey, if you're gonna be like God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Last of Us, those are like arguably kind of like the main like in Ghost of Tsushima as well. But down those courses, an upgrade. But those I feel like welcome back. Those I feel like you know were quote unquote like reasons to buy a PS. Uh, you know, reasons about PS4. Yeah. So Horizon Zero Dawn should have just been a, like, like a PS5 thing. Yeah, you mean for, Forbidden West, right? Yeah. I agree. Horizon, I agree 100%. Horizon 2. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I, I think, and I feel like there's been a, and I know we'll, we'll continue on here, but mm -hmm. there's been a, there, there's been a, a pattern of this, right? Because yeah. uh, even for Spider-Man Miles Morales, originally everyone was like, oh, this is an exclusive PS5 game. And then eventually people find out, oh, it's on PS4 as well. And then that kind of like backpedaled people that wanted to originally get a PS5. And then people were just like, well, I don't have a choice because I can't find the console. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, again, as much as as much as people want to. And, you know, we both know we've covered it. Companies have blamed COVID. Yeah. But even if you're even if you remove COVID from the picture, there's a again, especially with Sony and, you know, and Xbox has definitely issues with this, too. Yeah. Um, you know, um, of mentally like, oh, that game's coming out for next gen. Oh, and you, okay, and you get the next gen console. Oh, it's coming out for this one too. Oh, fuck it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. No, you're absolutely you're so, yeah, right. There's definitely, there's definitely all those games like fuck. Looks like I gotta save up and go to Best Buy. <laughs> oh, oh no, I don't. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> Thanks. 
Uh, absolutely right there, man. Uh, moving on here, one of the other things I got announced. This is kind of interesting. Midnight Suns is a new Marvel strategy game from XCOM creators. Oh. Um, so let me see what it oh. says here. Uh, Firaxis is making a Marvel superheroes game inspired by, but a very different from XCOM. Marvel's Midnight Suns is led by Jake Solomon, a designer of XCOM Enemy Unknown and XCOM 2. And it features characters like Iron Man, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, Blade, Ghost Rider, and Wolverine in a turn-based tactical battles. It's coming to PC and uh, console in March of 2022. Uh, I forgot that it was made by the XCOM guys. I actually really like XCOM. I, I made a face when you said that because... Because first of all, we won't have a cinematic trailer. Yeah. And here's how, just to show you how, how little that shows you a gameplay. I had no idea this is by the one, by the XCOM makers, and two, if this will be an XCOM style game, which right. I assume so. Yeah. <laughs> which is, the, you know, the turn base, you know, the turn base move over here, go there. So, uh, and I, was, and I was telling you, and I was telling you while we were setting up of like, I feel like because of how much the the Square Enix Marvel game failed, yeah. it's going to affect this one. Mm. I mean, how can it not? You know what I mean? Like, mm. to, like it's not apples to apples, but, you know, it's like, for example, you know, like this the second Disney Star Wars movie, uh, Last Jedi, because of how much, how divisive and art, how, like how quote-unquote bad it was, or mm. like at least how divisive it was. That's arguably why Solo didn't do as well because people were still coming off of how bad, like the bad, the bad taste left in the mouth from Last Jedi. So if a lot of people know how much the fucking the Avengers Square Enix game failed, like me, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not looking at this, and and I feel bad, you know, to and to point, even though it's a di totally different company, different developer, I'm just still like, is is this going to be a good game or is this just another license grab for fucking Marvel? Uh, that, that's a good point. And I think, um, it kind of sucks because Firaxis is a really good game company. Uh, they make really good games. I really fuck with XCOM, uh, enemy, uh, like all the, the enemy unknown. And yeah. Great and, games. Amazing games. Um, and here one, sorry. Oh no, I was going to say, I think to, to get the bad taste out of everyone's mouth when it comes to the, the Avengers, you know, Square Enix fuck up. Uh, I think they should have like a, some type of open beta or, or a demo. Yeah, be able to try it because I, I do. I think you're right. I think having some type of demo will help cleanse the palate and really give uh, this game a chance. You know, because I would hate for it to be under the the dark shadow of the Marvel Avengers Square Enix. You know, nonsense. Uh, if, if they're really giving some sweet content, and also come out and be open, which is arguably one of the reasons why the Marvel game failed. It be open about be open about your microtransactions. Uh, true. I think that's I think that's becoming you know real, real short soapbox thing. I think that's becoming like the new baseline of like transparency mm -hmm. for video games, especially after the Battlefront and you know and FIFA fiascos yeah. of shit. Is you know games that don't you know we're seeing now games tra that traditionally do not have microtransactions starting to have them and people, you know, the game back getting, you know, noticeable backlash over that. Like the fucking, I told you like one of those, whatever Tom Clancy fucking five series, <laughs> there's a million fucking Tom yeah. Clancy. The field, Tom, Tom, Tom Clancy died and Ubisoft was like, fuck it. Everything has a gun. There's a Tom Clancy game. Right. Even then, even in that new fucking, was it like shooter? Like, X Deviant? Oh, the, yeah. X Deviant. Yeah. That's like, like, I had nothing to do with this. It's <laughs> like, it's like an overwatch. It's like an recipes. overwatch, but with like tactical shit. And yeah. it's, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like style, fuck it. Tom Clancy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but what I was saying is, uh, with the XCOM Marvel game is, um, again, you know, 
be upfront with your, with your transactions. Because remember, remember Square Enix, uh, not Square Enix, the XCOM people, they're in the world of micro transactions too. Because remember, there's XCOM Mobile. That's right. So even them, even they're, even they're, even they're dipping their foot in the water of shitty fucking of shitty micro transactions. Yeah. So. Um, again, seeing how that again, we're going to kind of dial it back, connect, tend to connect the dots here yeah. is because again, cause that was a, a factor of the, one of the factors of Square Enix fail is they need to be upfront about that, about this game. I agree. I agree. I think Michael transactions is such a, uh, it's just a sensitive subject. I mean, sensitive mainly because people don't want them. Right. Yeah. Um, I think they should be upfront with it. Um, it, it's weird to me that EA was upfront about the dead space, you know, remake as far as like, Oh, no microtransactions, you know, which, you know, I at least give them kudos for that particular thing, not mm-hmm. for everything else. But yeah, uh, I, I agree. I think they need to be upfront with it. Uh, because I, I would be, I would feel bad if this actually was a really good game and, uh, you know, and, and, but, but I would feel swindled, you know, like how a lot of gamers feel today if, you know, there is that thing. So yeah, transparency, transparency, transparency. Yeah. And, and especially again, you know, and real quick, again, just to remind you how, like to a point, like how shitty it was for the Screenix Marvel game is remember you can pick up blue and while you're in your inventory armor screen, it's like, oh, Iron Man has a purple chess piece or some shit. But when you play the game, he's not actually wearing a purple chess piece because the only the only thing that changed your cosmetics were, were the buyable fucking things. Yeah. So it's like, what's the point of like looting? I mean, surely it has better stats, but what's the point of showing of having your character physically change in your inventory screen, but not in the fucking game? That's um, fair. That's a fair point. <laughs> one last <laughs> thing with this. And one more thing too. one game they need to bring back that, that has a Marvel license. Mm. Ultimate Alliance. Oh my! They need to bring God. back. They need to bring, bring back Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Like even like before the Avengers was the Avengers, that was the Marvel ensemble that everyone fucking loved. Yeah. And the best mechanic of those games were that were like the team attacks. Like if you had a if you had a, a heavy character like Luke Cage, uh, the Juggernaut, the Hulk, or the Thing, you could pick up Wolverine and throw him. And then if you had a la- if you had a, like a laser or heat character, a beam. There you go, a beam character. With a shield character, you uh, you can reflect it like in the movie, like because oh. like like in the movies, like in the movie The Avenger, I would argue that 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 got popularized because of the games, because mm-hmm. that was like that was like super cool, and that was like super cool if you're you know you're Iron Man, you shoot a Captain America, and he and he reflects it, like I I love that scene, I love that shot in The Avengers because for me that brought me back to uh, the two Ultimate Alliance games. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Yeah, that game was that that series was before its time. It really was. And I really like. I recently replayed it. Or like I retouched it. Like a f- like a year ago, I totally didn't notice how much of, how, how much of an RPG it is. Yeah. Like there's level there's a up. Lot involved. There's level up. There's skill points. There's loot. I'm like I don't remember. Like I didn't. I don't. I don't remember this really being a quote unquote dungeon crawler Diablo style game. It was just like fun. And I'm like, oh wow, yeah. There's like level ups and shit and yeah. loot with stats. I'm like I don't remember this. <laughs> Do you remember who who worked on that? Who was the dreamer, the developer on that? I don't I don't recall. I have to. Look I it don't. Up. I don't. But I'd bet money. Good stuff. It's probably one. I bet money might be one of those companies because remember it was under EA. I remember that. Yeah. It might be under one of those companies that EA was like, eh, no billion dollar check for me. <laughs> uh, no, no check for you. Bye. <laughs> ship sunk. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Um, now there was an Ultimate Alliance three. But I want to say it was like because I never played it, so it, it was an exclusive I didn't have. It tanked, didn't it? It tanked because I think it was like a mobile, or it was an exclusive. So one, oh. so one, so I remember one. It was an exclusive. 
that I couldn't get, which means it was either mobile, PlayStation, or PC, mm. and then it tanked. Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, because I, 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 like, I don't know what happened with it, but I didn't play it, but yeah. the first two were gold, man. Oh, my God, yeah. I remember my brother, my my. Because like, they're a co-op too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were. That was the thing. Yeah, we were. We were. We were fucking shit up on that game. That's crazy. <laughs> I remember Wolverine, Wolverine, and Deadpool were OP mm. because they healed. They were kind of the medics because, yeah. because like the like a Diablo style game, it's like you you're plowing through the minions and then the boss crushes you in two hits, <laughs> but. If you're you know, you're Wolverine or Deadpool or a healer character, you're running around just running around dodging while your health gets full again, mm. and then you pick up on your friends. And I remember I remember doing that because I was a Wolverine. I remember I remember being the Wolverine character, and just surviving because I fully maxed out my arm, my titanium armor stat and my re- health regen stat. So I had high, I had really high defense and health regen. So I'm like, everyone's dead. And I have to revive them. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> so I remember I remember I remember healing characters were OP. Good old healer. Uh, so to, to continue on here for Gamescom, uh, Halo Infinite. Now we've finally got some news around that. Don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't care. Uh, yeah, they should I, be ashamed. They should be ashamed that Halo is not cooperative day one. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. You're you're right there. I do want to say though, it was kind of weird to me how the release date was found out about. Like, I feel like for a game as big as Halo, you would think that they would have a traditional like released like they would that the the release date wouldn't be leaked because the date leaked before gamescom even happened it was like some it was it was through like think like the microsoft store they posted it um but it wasn't like hey guys like or like phil spencer saying hey guys i'm excited here's a trailer here's a date okay it leaked okay i again no i know we talked about last episode but i was i think i was a little tired or like i don't know i felt like i had mono or something but (laughs) but, uh we're recording (laughs) I don't, well, it's because, well, it's because like the more of the more of what it said to me, the more of what it, you know, like said, like I've sat on it, mm. the more I'm fucking pissed. Mm, yeah, like, before, yeah. like, like it's like, it's like the five stages of like grief. It's like, there's no hit. There's no, there's no fucking co-op at like at launch. And yeah. you know, and I think was just sadness or whatever. I was pretty much when I first heard about it last week on last episode, I was like disappointed. Yeah. I didn't, I'm no more sitting. I'm like, dude, Halo. Fuck you, man! <laughs> like, you mean you're not cooperative day one? You're, you're. I mean, you have absolutely every right to feel that way. I feel that way too. Um, I'm still gonna play the multiplayer, but I'm still like gonna be like, I, I, I can't play with. We can't do co-op campaign. Like, it's, yeah, you know, until God knows when. Uh, six months, remember six six months after launch. I'm really surprised that they're actually. Uh, I'm really surprised that they're actually going forward with this strategy. Do you know what sucks? We do the math. It's like a year from now minus like two months. Yeah, that's that's, that's how long till we can play the fucking campaign together. That's wild. Yeah. That's and now wild. I think I can think about that when Halo was first announced. Like, <laughs> think of how long ago was first announced so we don't fucking have co-op. Again, I know we had mentioned this last week, but it's like yeah. just now hits me. It was like the best way to describe it was remember when I was like a little sick and you were talking about how Sony was not going to be E3 and I'm like, okay, that sucks. And like the more time went on, my brain just connected the dots. I'm like, wait, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> I'd say, wait a minute. So, they're not going to be at E3. <laughs> so again, no, it's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse, but it's like, uh, you know, I've opened my eyes. of like, oh, well, it went from like, oh, that sucks. And went to like, now I'm like, wait a second, six fucking months. <laughs> so again, sorry. just No, no definitely. 
so uh, it says here in the article, it says Microsoft made it official that Gamescom Halo Infinite is coming to Xbox and PC December 8th, 2021. What's more is that Xbox is releasing a very nice Master Chief inspired Xbox Elite Series 2 controller and a Halo 20th Anniversary Edition Xbox Series X console later this year. You can pre-order them now if you've got the cash. Um, I will say the console does look nice, um, but I just have such a bad taste in my mouth from all this bullshit. You don't have to buy a second controller. Oh, that's <laughs> true. That's very true. So yeah, like, that's oh, very true. Put that second controller in a fucking drawer. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like it's like it's like from it's like and, here, and here's the thing. I feel like I have to. I feel like. Even I feel like I have to shit on this because just for fairness of how many times we shit on we shit on Jim Ryan, yeah, and you're gonna tell me Halo, a flagship fucking founder of my what built the Xbox, is in cooperative day one. Fuck you. No, you're you're right, bro. You're right. I mean, we're being fair, and uh, unfortunately, they dropped the ball on this, you know. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. It sucks. It's ridiculous. I'm just because I was like in cartoon steaming for a second. Where it's, um, what was the release date again? Uh, December eighth. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We haven't we haven't had too many December dates. Like, here's what I mean. The November the November December holiday clusterfuck hasn't been fully mapped out yet, huh? Yeah, uh, oh, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, and then I don't even, like, yeah, I don't think so. You know what worries me too? Usually, games that come out in December that get pushed back or they're bad. You realize that? Yeah, something something about the December. Something about something about just you're exactly right. Something about December launches and delay in the same sentence just bad. It's like bad juju month. Like I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know because I because like, we know we know we know because I know you know Broketober's coming mm-hmm. and then we get like. A few weeks of fresh air, and then the late November, December holiday fuck, cluster fuck. Yeah, exactly. That exactly. you know that, <laughs> that in, in the first first week of September when we have customers at GameStop, kind of list the games coming out. <laughs> Expect me to read this shit. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, our our our, our uh, old school PS2 customer who didn't want to read the list of games. Still yeah. one of my favorite phrases. <laughs> I've heard from a human being. Hey, can I have a li- can I have a list of things? <laughs> okay, here you go. Here's a list of things. And by definition, a list of things is a collection of words, usually in some type of order. And there's multiple words. <laughs> so when you had someone a list of something, you're gonna have a list of words. <laughs> so I can't his fucking response. Expect me to read this shit. Expect me to read this shit. Like, um, just, uh, wipe your ass with it, I guess. Um, <laughs> so oh man, <laughs> memories. Yeah. So speaking of PlayStation, uh, Horizon Forbidden West uh, is in fact delayed. They hear the Zero Dawn. Uh, the date has been updated. Uh, so it says here in quote, Guerrilla Games has made makes another release date or makes another release date official at Gamescom. Horizon Forbidden West coming to PlayStation 4 and PS5 uh, in February 2022, a little later than originally planned. To make up for a bad but unex- but expected uh, news about Forbidden West's release date, Guerrilla released a new patch for Horizon Zero Dawn enabling 60 frames per second gameplay on PS5. Uh, yeah, I remember we were talking a little bit about this off air. Um, but yeah, for Forbidden West, I mean, again, I, I agreed that, that the notion of it should be that it should be just a PS5 exclusive. Um, but it's, you know, I'm wondering if, I, and part of me wonders too if they're doing that because it's like they're worried about the amount of consoles 
uh, that aren't going to be in customers' hands, so they're trying to get at least the purchase for the PS4. No, no, this is still Cyberpunk Fallout. <laughs> it is, dude. Dude, again, like, again, Cyberpunk was not the first draw, but it was the last. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Ninety yeah. percent of those straws were Bethesda. <laughs> Just being honest, won't be a Bethesda game without all the fucking crazy all bugs. All the shortest, yeah, all the short straws, definitely Bethesda there. Uh, it says here, continuing on, it says Death Stranding Director's Cut has a bunch of new stuff. It says here, one more, some new fun Death Stranding Director's Cut for PS Five. Has that and more, Kojima Productions revealed in a nearly nine uh, nine minute video preview of the new game features. Uh, the extended look at the director's cut, uh, Kojima Productions shared uh, new delivery tools like a cargo launcher and boots that decrease fall damage. BuddyBot 2 uh, was shown in more detail. It's a new feature that lets Sam Porter bridges carry more cargo and even ride along as BuddyBot does all the hauling. Uh, there's also a firing range where players can practice with weapons and train and compete for high scores. And I guess there's more as well. Uh, um, real quick, uh, a reminder from Kojima. The game is called Director's, uh, Director's Cut Asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't he's like, like I don't like the uh, term Director's Cut. <laughs> I directed this game. This isn't a fucking Director's Cut. Uh, I know it's not Director's Cut because no one fucking called me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that had you know nothing I mean? to do with this. You know what I mean? If the director of your game's going, we're releasing what now? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Seriously, bro. Yeah, uh, they. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not a director's cut. It seems like. Uh, so continuing on here, and these are usually words that don't really come out of our mouths, just because you know it's Call of Duty. Uh, but there is a first look for Call of Duty Vanguard and the gameplay for it. So it says here in quote, the first gameplay footage for Call of Duty Vanguard makes it look as much like a horror game as for, as the a World War Two shooter. Uh, Vanguard's first campaign footage comes to the level. In a game set in Stalingrad, uh, with the character uh, Paulina Petrova voiced as Laura Bailey, uh, one of our four characters at the heart of Sledgehammer Games, this global conflict that spans four theaters of war. Uh, and the interesting thing about this that you mentioned as well that I caught on along with too is that the Activision logo nowhere to be found. Yeah, there is. <laughs> uh, just a reminder, just a reminder, it is no, it is no longer Activision. Yeah. It is legally called. Activision Blizzard. Yeah, yeah. And one of those companies has been in the news a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, some hot water there. Uh, <laughs> in terms of Cosby Suites and shit. So, and they're getting rightfully fucking sued. Yeah. So Activision's like, kind of just like... Sledgehammer Games. Sledgehammer <laughs> Games. And... An anonymous company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, we'll see what happens there. I know they're supposed to be releasing... Uh, some uh, timelines for the beta when you pre-order it, and then also the beta coming out. I want to say it's later in, if not September, October. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, I believe the game's coming out November fifth. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. I don't want to be a dick, but my response is I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't care. Like you're that's like, fair. I, I, mean, did, I, did, I did preface like, this whole you're segment. Like, I was you're like, like are we don't care about this. Hey, Arthur, when's it coming out? You're asking me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I think shit's more important than fucking Call of Duty. <laughs> uh, so continuing on here, we have Persona 5 crossing over to Super Monkey Ball, which is interesting there. So I guess following Song Hedgehog, Miles Tails, Prower beat from Jet Set Studio in Kiru, 
Uh, from from uh, Yakuza is the latest guest star coming to Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania is Morgana from Persona 5 that's right Sega and Alice are, are one meaning all bets are off of who's getting the ball next that's exciting uh, looks like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge as April O'Neil it's pretty sweet That that's the technically the sequel mm. to the old school NES uh, Turtles in Time Nice. That's like that. That's like that's uh, the one Preston was talking that you were letting yeah, you know this, about, this, right? Yeah, this was the one I was talking about. Yeah, that like it's meant to look retro because it's technically a sequel to that game. Nice, very nice, very nice. Interesting stuff there. So that's pretty sweet. Uh, looks like um, yeah, that's pretty sweet there. Uh, let's see, and it looks like that's about it so far. For Gamescom, uh, was there anything else on your end for I Gamescom? Got a, yeah, I got a few things. Oh yeah, what do you got? What do you got? Got a fucking cringe guy. <laughs> so one of the so for, for the Xbox showcase, uh, and we'll go a little more into it in a bit. But real quick for the Xbox showcase, the there there were two there were two hosts. The the male hosts, fucking cringe, dude. Like that's he yeah. was the guy of like wow that Me- that Mexican that Mexican landscape in Forza Horizon Five looks really muy bonito. I'm like fuck, dude. Like, uh. oh, <laughs> and like to be and to be fair, I, I can't get mad because you know I you know the people that's on stage do not write the script. Yeah. So I just feel bad that he's the face of somebody that's in a fucking room with no windows. This is how people talk. <laughs> it's like hey, yeah. it's like hey, hey, Drell, you know how when we got Mexican? You know, don't don't you remember how after every time I eat a fucking taco, muy bien, like. <laughs> Fucking quesadilla. Oh my god! And so, so one of the and then, um, so one of these, another example of this is uh, they showed that uh, so there's a couple collaborations happening. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go over a few of the things that just real quick other than the other uh, in game some other than the showcase. So we mentioned the, the Persona Five Monkey Ball collab. There's gonna be a Top Gun, um, collab coming with um the Microsoft uh flight simulator oh, flight simulator the nice. flight simulators and oh my god so they say that so they didn't so they announce it they show the trailer and then the, the developer's talking about it and he's like he's like so you're saying is we get to go to the danger zone oh is exactly god. how he fucking said it exactly how he fucking said it you mean we get to go to the danger zone and I pause real quick if you're listening to this is him Awkwardly, just putting on the aviator glasses, just and like not 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 losing eye not breaking eye contact, not blinking like a fucking sociopath. <laughs> like I have to fi- I have to find comments on the internet from that. That's yeah. ridiculous. Um. Uh, so let me see. So real quick, um, let me and so we mentioned like the big kind of like the AAA big list of games. Yeah. Uh, let me go through a bunch of other ones that that were kind of announced. One thing. Um, one thing that looked good. Uh, one thing, another thing that looked good in, in any game from the Microsoft showcase is a game called Stray Blade. That one okay. looks. That one looks really. That one looks really fucking cool. Um, there's an interview. There's an interview with Tim Schafer. With Tim Schafer to watch. Mm. Um, I'm hyped because we got the fucking trailer for the Lego. Uh, the Lego Star Wars Sky, Skywalker Saga. Oh, awesome! I can't wait for that. Yeah. Uh, so you know, for those of you who haven't really played like, the Lego Star Wars games, they're known for being, of course, other than fun, having a crazy amount of weird characters you can be. Yeah, this game's gonna have the most, oh. like by far. Like, I think the second most is like let's say two fifty. This has like over three hundred. Oh shit! Because it's the complete saga. That means it's a prequels, the original, um, you know, the original trilogy, 
and then it's the um, like quote unquote the, the the Disney trilogy. Okay. The, the you know Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and uh, what was the last one called? <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, nice, I, nice. I know the name of the movies they made in a billion fucking dollars. <laughs> um, something like okay, something shown for a game I'm excited for that made me less excited for it. Gotham Knights. Yeah. Made by made by Rocksteady Montreal, who yeah. made the Arkham games. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, but now the enemies. I don't know. It's becoming a thing, but I don't. I don't know. I don't think it belongs in this game because we already had three games. Um, they have like they have like levels now and health bars. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm probably going to get, I, I might get it depending on how much more they show. <laughs> I'm not going to pre-order Remember, I just don't, I don't pre-order anymore. So, because the cool thing about Gotham Knights is like real quick, picture like an, another Arkham game, but, yeah. co- but cooperative. Okay. Like that's the one where you can be Batgirl. They, so they showed, so they showed, you know, like actual gameplay um, with Batgirl. By the way, I love her design. She has like, she has like a new cape trim thing. It looks really fucking cool. Okay. So I love her design. I love Batgirl's design. Um... And they show, show, show Batgirl and the Tim Drake Robin yeah. um, f- going up against Mr. Freeze. Again, this is nitpicking here, but I don't like that his boss fight, because they showed the boss fight, his boss fight just like a beat-em-up. Oh. When, if you remember, the original Mr. Freeze fucking boss fight in Arkham City was literally like a sneak thing. You, you, you had, oh, remember, yeah. you had to, atta- and you couldn't attack, you couldn't do a stealth attack the same way. Like if you did, if you did a floor vent attack, he would freeze over all the floor vents. <laughs> if you did a gargoyle drop down, he'd freeze all the gargoyles. You couldn't, you could not do the same stealth attack twice. That was a great boss fight. It was, it's, it's, I think it's one of the best, I think it's one of the best like modern day boss fights because one, it's, it's fully stealth and two, it, pre- it literally prevents you from doing the same thing over and over again. Mm. So again, just to have that, to go from that boss fight to the same character, Again, arguably from the same studio to punch him a lot, <laughs> you know, dodge, 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 punch him a lot, dodge, 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 punch him a lot. I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. That's like a Bane fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, no, that would be right, like a good right. Bane fight. But no, again, just comparing it to the previous fucking Mr. Freeze fight. <laughs> um, and any game that looks really fucking cool, Cult of the, Cult of the Lamb. Mm. That one looks fucking cool. Really? Uh, style wise, looks like it looks like Stardew Valley, but with the satanical cult <laughs> cult that uh, gives sacrifices to a lamb and it's creepy because they're smiling the whole time really? <laughs> it, it gave me the, it gave me the same vibes from the South Park episode the Christmas critters <laughs> just because like this fox is smiling while it's being sacrificed as like a blood ritual to this cartoon goat and just like yeah I get to die ah, they kill him I'm just like and he's still smiling as his head's falling down a hole I'm like Jesus Christ <laughs> but it's like but it's like but it's like drawn it's, it's, it's animated as like a cute cartoony style so Cult of the Lamb Definitely look for that. And it's made by Devolver. That's wild. Oh, okay. Which are consistently good, like platformer, top-down shooter games. Like they're 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 really good with those. Yeah. Um, there's a new Outlast coming out. Um, I oh yeah, I mentioned the new Marvel game. I'm just like, uh, we mentioned it. We mentioned it earlier. Is uh, do you think we'll do you think we'll see them? I think because we're already, we're already two games in now. Do you don't I don't think we'll ever see a Marvel game with the actual likeliness of the characters that help make uh, that help make billions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, exactly, man. I I just don't think they. I don't think a game company. 
at least when it comes to these game companies, uh, they have the, really the cachet and the cash rather uh, to to do that, which sucks because it's like that's what we're accustomed to. We've seen God knows how many Marvel Avengers movies, you know. And if you remember the timing, not the release date, but the announcement, like the trailer for the the, the Square Enix, you know, flop Marvel Avengers game. That announcement trailer came out like ta- like tailing like curtailing, curtailing. What's the word? Um, coattailing. Coattailing. There you go. Uh-huh. Yeah, coattailing. Uh, the fucking the the, the like the end game. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So that'd been, yeah. that'd, that'd been a perfect time to have like have the likeliness. They didn't get it, and it's like I, I'm not again. That's not a huge reason, but I would argue that's if not a factor for the fail, definitely a factor of disappointment. Yeah, you know, because like, what's the point of like sh- releasing, like showing us a game months after the last, like, create, you know, t- the, the conclusion to a ten-year fucking story collectively, and not have it about them? It's like, yeah. it's like if that was gonna be the case, they should have announced it like either in the next year or like or like months later. Fair point. Since it since it didn't have the likeliness, because otherwise, like, what's the point? Again, what's the point of the timing of that game if you didn't have the likeliness? Yeah, I agree. I agree. But yeah, those are like, so those were some things I want to mention from the likes of the other things that, you know, Lego Star Wars, I'm hyped for. Also, the gameplay looked crazy. It's just, yeah. it's a really, it's a really good trailer. Like, if you remove the Lego-ness from it, you would swear it's like a proper, legit, like, movie trailer. Wow. It's done really well. It's done, it's done really well. That's awesome. Yeah, it's worth, it's, 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 it's worth, it's worth a watch, you know, if like, so if you miss Gamescom, you know, you're, 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 you know, you, you YouTube search it and that trailer shows up. Eh, it's worth your two minutes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely, sir. Uh, let's see. Oh, you know what? I, I, I know we're, I know we're, we're almost out of the woods here with the Gamescom, but I wanted to, I wanted to close out the Gamescom uh, segment with uh, some of the responses from uh, the Xbox fans here. You know, as you mentioned, there's the lizard people uh, talking about the Forza. We have the release date for Halo Infinite, which a lot of people are like, what the fuck? Uh, so I'm one of them. Yeah, exactly. So, go ahead. Oh, oh no. Say, according to comicbook.com, uh, it says here in quotes that the Xbox GameCom showcase has officially wrapped and fans seem to be a bit disappointed overall. The 90 minute stream featured some interesting reveals, including several additions to Xbox Game Pass. The competitive multiplayer coming to, X- to Microsoft Flight Simulator. Unfortunately, there just wasn't anything significant to scale. Gamers are always looking for the next big thing. And uh, this showcase didn't have it. The showcase also featured no information about Halo Infinite with its absence. Um, let's see here. With its absence, uh, seemed glaring with 2021 rapidly winding down. It's just a matter of time until the game gets a release date. But fans will have to keep waiting in the meantime. Well, we have a release date, but I guess they actually didn't show any Halo Infinite during Gamescom, huh? No, no. That was just a surprise for me. Interesting. Uh, so there's a couple of funny tweets uh, here. Uh, so one of them from uh, Jeff's Gamer says, uh, no Halo Infinite news today. Gamescom is mind-blowing. Uh, and there's a, <laughs> there's a GIF uh, from uh, fucking Loki. Uh, next person here says, uh, where was Halo Infinite? If Microsoft doesn't even have confidence, then why should I? Hashtag Xbox, hashtag Gamescom. Another person here, uh, Michael Tolano, says, I honestly don't understand the purpose of the show <laughs> was at Xbox. 
That was a wasted hour. Oh, and why are you bringing out so many controllers? No one's controller is going to wear out anytime soon when we don't have anything to play. Burn. Uh, and, 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 and so that that was in addition to the Halo controller. Um, that was, you know, they mind you, the Halo thing, Halo trailer stuff was wasn't a part of the, the Xbox showcase, but mm. was like released online uh, parallel to that. Yeah. Um, so and 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 the controller thing they're referring to, there's a Forza Horizon controller. Oh, okay. So this that controller. And guess what, well. Drill? It looks muy bien. <laughs> That's how people fucking talk. <laughs> oh man. Uh, and then uh, continuing here it says overall Gamescom. Uh, uh, one one person street beat journalist says overall Xbox Gamecom 2021 was meh. I do appreciate the show for reminding me about gunk. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, that game looks fun. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, another um, game that I wanted to mention that was released during the Xbox showcase. Mm. Uh, it's called Down. Uh huh. Yeah, it's called da- it's called uh, it's called Down. At least based on my notes. No. Oh, it's called. I've got, I didn't write down what that's fucking called. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I didn't write down what that's called, but like, so like I told you, one of the things I look about Xbox, they, they do showcase a lot of indie games, like child, uh, uh, and one of the, one of the, sh- one of the indie game, indie games they showcased was, I forget the name of it. It's like a, it's, it looks like a classic. It looks, it's, it's a game that's definitely like an homage to RE1. Mm. It's like a, it's a top down, um, zombie sci-fi shooter. But it's one of those like fixed cameras. Yeah, it's like one of those fixed cameras. It's like it's it's like the perspective. It's like the perspective of a security camera, and you're controlling it. Ba- and like the left and right is based off the perspective of the camera. Oh, okay. like like the original like the original Resident Evil. Ah, you know what I mean, with those shitty, you know, you, you didn't have camera controls. You just had movement controls. Yeah. So it's like that. It's like an homage to Resident Evil One. So, I mean, I get the point. I would definitely agree with, agree with the people of saying like, where's Halo? Because again, that's like the biggest Xbox thing arguably we're waiting for. Yeah. But I still like the conference as a whole. Yeah. I'll give it a seven, seven and a half. I can't give it. I, I can't give it an eight. But again, but not like arguably the fives and four fives and four vibes yeah. that people are giving it. For sure, definitely. But again, definitely. that just but again, that just me. I'll, I'll, I'll admit I'm biased towards indie. So if you're a person that doesn't give a shit about indie, and you're like, where's my Halo? Then yeah, it's like, hey, this was the this conference was a four. Yeah, and at least they're supporting indie, unlike uh, Microsoft or not unlike uh, Sony, you know, because uh, they there's a, there's a couple of games that is interesting, um, but there a lot of them are just really I'm kind of like absent on the Sony platform. I will say for Xbox, the main uh, indie before we transition to the next topic, uh, twelve minutes. Did you play that one? I need to. It's out. I've heard. I've heard. I've heard great things. It's really, it keeps good. showing up on my HUD of like. Xbox, you know, Xbox Game Pass recommended for you. I need to play that. It's really good. Yeah, I was like, wow, like I'm really impressed. And he, you know, it's funny. Even Hideo Kojima, he was talking about it on Instagram, and he was like, wow, this makes you want to create an adventure game. And I was like, we want you to create a game. Yeah, just <laughs> do it. Do it. Give it. Give, give us a game. Yeah. Um. No, I need. I need. I need to check that out. It's pretty cool. Oh, fuck the reason I'm pod- the reason it sounds like I'm thinking because I am <laughs> not successfully because I can't remember what the fuck I was gonna say. <laughs> I was like, come on, 
brain what it's there it's like, wait nope <laughs> no mm, mm, no it's gone i don't know uh fuck uh i don't i was, I was thinking i was thinking like another horror or just something like that um we'll just jump in if uh yeah yeah let's jump in if uh just, yeah this oh um i was gonna say another game that caught me by surprise uh not in the xbox showcase just real quick mm. um oh uh, that's a good thing. Any game, any game. That's what I was thinking of. Um, we're speaking of, like cool like any games or like not a huge AAA. I st- again as an Xbox, I, I'm an Xbox guy, but you know, but this is you know for a Sony game. I want to see more of that one game that's kind of like Pigmen combined with Zelda. It's like the girl and that staff, and the, that's all about the runes and the little 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 fuzzy black black ball little creatures. It, yeah, I forget what it's called. It's like I forget too. Naya, whatever. Yeah, because you know, the, the name of the game is the character's name. And it's like it's like an interesting, quote unquote, exotic or like old school name. Yeah, it's like and it, it was a game being called like say it was a game being called Pikmin mixed with Zelda. Yeah, I want to see more of that. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not I'm not too certain. Um, I'm not too certain on that one, but definitely uh, will be interesting. Hopefully, we get to hear more about that in the future. Uh, I would say one more Sony thing. Yeah. Well, we saw we saw a little more Sifu. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, so we saw a little more Sifu. And then that's the game that people were excited for. And me and Preston were like, we're like, okay, that was like at the, at the E3 thing. That was one of our more, uh, not E3, but you know how Sony released like a few trailers outside of E3. Or um, there's like their last showcase. Uh, Sifu is a game where it's like a martial arts beat em up. But every time you die, you get, every time you die, you get older. So when the, so the trailer was showing like some badass, you know, Asian, you know, you know, old school elder, elder Asian martial artist with like classic long, like seafood beard. Yeah, I'm like ah. So you got more, you got more gameplay of that. And the com, like like the combat looks smooth. I would say it's a like combat's like a mix of like Arkham. I'll say like a mix of Arkham and a top down beat 'em up, just because the camera style. Okay, but, but but it's kind of like it's kind of like Arkham, and the old school Assassin's Creed. Okay. It was like you versus five guys go. Like there's oh. there's a parry, there's a counter, there's a dodge. Nice. So that's kind of like so again fighting mechanics. That's kind of the vibes it was giving me. Arkham slash you know the good <laughs> uh, you know the good Assassin's Creed before they did levels and health bars and shit. Right. Exactly. It was like oh look like twenty like twenty guards. I'm gonna <laughs> kill all of you. <laughs> so. Very true uh, there. Yeah, and they, and they showed how the, you know they showed how the difficulty scales and stuff like that. Mm. Interesting stuff, man. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for that. Um, speaking of uh, PlayStation, uh, there's an article on uh, PlayStation blog talking about Elder Scrolls Skyrim as they announced the 10th year anniversary uh, anniversary edition out November 11th. Uh, the same time that it came out 10 years ago. So it says here in quote, on November 11, 2011, Elder Scrolls Skyrim made its debut, making its mark in gaming history. This November, Skyrim celebrates a decade of epic journeys, dragon battles, arrows in the knee, and of course, countless stories told by Elder Scrolls' most important uh, denizens, uh, you. Uh, that's why Elder, that's why Bethesda Game Studios is celebrating Skyrim's 10th anniversary by focusing on those who chose Skyrim as their home away from home, the fans. Uh, so it says here, the anniversary edition contains the full game plus all three expansions, Dawnguard, uh, Hearthfire, and Dragonborn, as well as all the enhancements found uh, in the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Special Edition. Uh, the anniversary edition also contains over 500 unique pieces of Creation Club content, clean quests, uh, dungeons, bosses, weapons, spells, and more. Uh, end quote. So, the rest of that is kind of 
jargon. But uh, I know if you have the special edition, you get a free upgrade, basically. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a benefit there. Uh, one thing I did find interesting, though, is that there's a lot of people that were like kind of annoyed by the end of, by the announcement. <laughs> I'm upset because remember I just I just got I I I just put like 40 hours in the Skyrim Collector's Edition. <laughs> That's right. You did a whole stream. You did a whole stream on. It. I did multiple streams. I put like I'm I'm no I'm like 50 plus hours in. <laughs> Shit. And it was crazy because like literally like this because I was having game ready D. Oh, that's what I was like. Oh, that, oh, that's what I was thinking earlier when you're saying like, oh, you should play twelve minutes. You should play twelve minutes. Yeah. And I, I was gonna, reply, I was gonna reply with fuck with my game ready DD. I'm already, I'm already like playing five games. <laughs> um, but so yeah, I, I, you know, I was like, oh, I'm itching to play another game. Like, are, are you playing like five games? My brain goes like, ah, eh, we can play one more. <laughs> I'm like out of, you know, out of world, Sea of Thieves, you know, Ace Combat, Psychonauts two, <laughs> um. Battlefield yeah. one with the guys, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was like, I'm gonna get back. I literally, I literally loaded up Skyrim, not more than two days before that fucking news dropped. Oh my god! So I had just put like again a few more hours in. I just put a few more hours in, and then the new one's coming out. I'm just like, Dude. fuck. And the thing is, a part of me wants to play it with a fucking Series X optimization. <laughs> I just. Yeah, man. Because between between one the graphics update and you know an FPS and stuff, mm. and two with the you know the the more mods that have come out, yeah, I at least got I, <laughs> I at least have to load it up and see. And here's the thing for me: this is another reason. Just real quick, quick soapbox tangent. This is another reason why I fucking shit on Fallout seventy six all the time <laughs> because I fucking loved Skyrim and Fallout four. And then he did me dirty with Fallout 76. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the car, that scar clearly hasn't healed based on not, you know. I'm not too polite towards Tom Howard, towards Tom Howard now. <laughs> so here's Todd Howard. You know, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. We used to be like the mastermind. Dude, uh, again, because again, it's 10 years later. And I'm just like, I got to do it. <laughs> I got, it's like another like fourth fucking, it's like George Lucas's prequels. It's like George Lucas's, you know, fucking fourth remake, director's cut, digital edition, special anniversary cut. <laughs> it's like, again, like the fourth or fifth fucking remake now. And it was like, exactly. I got to do it. And, and but in my save file doesn't fucking transfer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, people are, there's some pretty funny uh, reactions here. So on the Instagram for the IGN, Weekly Recon says, this is the fourth time they released, they re-released this uh, crying emoji. Uh, one person says, I ain't even mad. This is funny as fuck. <laughs> uh, it says the only, uh, the only challenger to GTA 5. <laughs> right. I know. <laughs> uh, one person says, why? Who is still asking for this game? <laughs> uh, and then uh, one person says, Todd Howard back at it again. <laughs> Dude, I like how it, it was already a fucking meme of how many times they're going to remake this game. Dude, it's nuts. Like for the, I, I remember the, do you, I still remember the Super Bowl ad for the, when it was announced for the Switch, but it was like, they showed like the fucking Skyrim um, fridge. Yeah. And it was um uh Kiga Michael Key mm. from Kane Peel. Oh yeah. He was uh yeah, he was the, the taller guy from Kane Peel, uh, previously Matt TV. Yeah, he was the one during a super blad of like Alexa. Uh, you know, 
you know, it's like, oh, uh, do a shout. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was like, just voice, it was like a voice coming at that Skyrim game. Nice. And it's like 10 years later. And it's like, cause I, 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 get, I completely get the 10th anniversary, like the, them, they're them celebrating the 10th anniversary, but, just, but really releasing the whole fucking game. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. It's like a tweet. Well, and, and an update. <laughs> and, and Todd Howard kind of got spicy. He he was like, he was like, if you don't want it, then don't then stop playing it. Well, my thing is like, with with, with all these upgrades and stuff nowadays, it's like why? And and plus of how much of how much that game has been improved by the modding community, mm. why release a whole new game just do like a, a fucking like giant update? That's fair. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like again, again, you know, to a point, Xbox players get some of the mods, which I think was hilariously awesome. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, we know this game doesn't the, doesn't hold up to too much standards, but guess what? The modders that, that made it so, you can use them now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, of course, and like I said, that doesn't include the fucking easily in the hundreds number of mods that PC players have have, have access to. So that's fair. Again, them celebrating the tenth anniversary. Totally get that. So fucking, it was an industry changing game. Yeah. Um. It came out. It came out on a um, perfect timing release date. 11, 11, 11. Um. I remember. I know. I will always remember my friend's kid's birthday, because his birthday is the day before. Mm. He was born like at 10 p.m. Oh wow. So if if you did just snuck in there for like two or two more hours, his birthday would have been 11, 11, 11. That's crazy. Yeah, but my friend, but my friend's kid's birthday is a. Uh, uh, like I said, 11, 10, 11. Mm. Um, nice. <sighs> Good stuff. Even though, again, even, though, even though I'm like disappointed and, and like, you know, uh, I'm like, fuck, just, I gotta try it. Goddamn Skyrim. I man. gotta try it, man. Because yeah. here's the thing about Skyrim that's like, another reason why, another reason why this game pulls you in is when the game, like the game loads up, it, it starts doing the, 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 the Dragonborn song. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, it's like you load it up. It's like, Whoa. boom, 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 and then, and then, and then, then you loads up, boom, 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 and you're like, fuck, let's go, <laughs> <laughs> and you immediately want to like, yep, let me put 200 more hours in this fucking game. <laughs> like it just immediately just it just fucking grabs you, just pulls you back in, man. It really does. It just it it's really does. dude. Who the the composer? I wish I I don't know I don't know, but I wish the composer is known by name. Of who did that? Jeremy something. Uh, I, I I remember listening to the the soundtrack uh, on Spotify a lot. Dude, uh, Todd, in, Todd in, Howard in, needs in grad, to kiss that man's fucking feet in grad school. I think it's Jeremy Soul S O U L E. Okay, yeah. Todd Howard, find Jeremy Soul and suck his fucking toe because <laughs> yeah, you uh, you you owe so much of that game's success to that man. It's well, yeah, it's one of the greatest uh, uh, compositions in video game history. It's just, oh my God, you know, because not only with the trailer, again, with the game, I remember, I love everyone's first, like, two points, like, two point, everyone remembers of not their first dragon encounter, like, a dragon encounter, because you're just like, walking around like, what's that music? <laughs> you're like, you're walking, you know, you're just like, you're picking up flowers, you're picking flowers and fucking butterflies to make potions, you're just like, oh, here's iron, I need to level my smithing. What's that noise? <laughs> what? 
Why am I hearing the trailer song? Right. <laughs> I used to just want, dude, I like, like it was, I feel like for Skyrim, just to go on this slight tangent, cause we're here. Fuck it. Um, I used to just, it used to be just like really good for like my mental health. I used to just pull up the game and just wander and just hear the soundtrack, mm-hmm. dude. Like not even doing anything, just wandering throughout Skyrim and yeah. hearing the amazing soundtrack, dude. Like that, like calmed me down. That was that game for its time was the king of killing time by doing nothing. Yeah. Like even during my, you know, during my stream, there'll be times where like, like I was doing like, like a continuation, but I, but at some point I had to stop, I had to like, I kind of stopped doing the stream or like doing, you know, like what do you know, it's like off stream stuff. Cause again, it's like, I was telling you on the side how I'm playing the game, but me <laughs> making potions, then, you know, me making potions and armor and weapons over and over again and enchanting, do my, you know, doing this, Tedious, tedious fucking loop to level up I'm leveling up but it's not entertaining <laughs> I'm just like you know I make a potion so my you know my po- my potion levels up I make a wep- I make a we- I make a weapon so my weapon levels up I make an armor so my armor levels up I enchant it so my enchanting levels up and you know the way Skyrim works there is the more traits you level up the more you level up your hard level so <laughs> that's why I like that's why it's like in between streams I'm like I'm level 20 and we're back level 26 <laughs> just you can't, I, I can't because it, it, it and it's not like it was like it felt tedious it's not like oh this is stupid like it didn't feel grindy again when you're just like hey what have you been doing I've I, I'm walking here to here so yeah what'd you do oh, not much Are you having fun fuck yeah <laughs> you know it's it's it, it, you make a really good point and then like just kind of like wrapping up this segment, like it, I, it's like, it's, it's one annoying that these remakes happen, but then also it's nice because games as a medium do not age well by nature and normally they don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? So by having the classics like this, that absolutely, you know, kind of like have to have, I feel like a remake, you know, it's kind of like, it's like, it's like something as epic as like King Kong or like Godzilla or just some of those classic films, you know, uh, that, that should be remade just for like the next generation to, to see the film or the, to the movie in general. Uh, and they can backpedal if they want to see the, the, the other original classic remakes. There's just such an importance to gaming as far as for, you know, really making a remaster of like a classic fucking game, not like a bullshit. Like if there's a remaster of Cyberpunk, I probably wouldn't buy it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the, re- the remaster version. The w- which one? The one where it works. <laughs> um, but you know, you know, there, you know, exp- you know, piggybacking and continuing to a point. I think continuing to you because remember we we were listing you know top games of whatever like the decade, and we we're both like Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a you know there's a, there's a handful of games that one are industry. One industry tra- industry changers, like they'll fa- they f- they will forever leave their mark on the industry, and two remind again remind anyone that both both gamers that play it and people that watch it or housemates or partners or friends, you know, because I think to a point uh, you know argue to a point even like a handful of like girl you know that's not a stereotype but like a handful of girlfriends have seen of like how games can be movies yeah like you know like you've you know we've heard the stories how like how family members have watched their you know family member friend or partner play like uncharted and be like oh yeah this is a game i forgot that was like a really cool movie (laughs) yeah like oh shit and i mentioned like till this day man the mark like the marketing on that game was amazing again tying tying in um the soundtrack, the you know the the fucking theme, and I forget his name. I mix them up with Christopher Lee. It's not Christopher Lee, 
like another um the guy that played uh uh Saruman. No. Oh, I know who you're talking about. He, yeah, he yeah. Played, he played the original uh, Dracula back in the day. Yeah, you know his his. Uh, you think that's it? I said that's Saruman. I'm like, wait, no, that fuck, that's Christopher Lee. <laughs> I'm just, I, I can just I just mix them up. Yeah. Um, they're already here. Um, oh, okay. In Force Awakens, he played the guy that gave the Luke chip to whatever in the opening scene, like one of the opening scenes of the Force Awakens. Fuck. Um, um, Oscar Isaac is talking to an old guy, talking to an old guy. That had the USB chip for Luke, mm-hmm. Luke's map, okay. and that guy. <clears throat> again, I mix him with Chris Early a lot, but again, he like he was the voice of you know the uh, the the graybeards and the trailer of like you know we were like fuck we were just talking about the trailer like last week remember right. it was like when it dawns it dawns in fire and I'm like let's fucking go <laughs> the trailer is so good I love that it's like they were warned when the age when the angel oblivion when the age of Skyrim will come. Max uh, von Sydow, maybe I don't maybe. know some guy. But it's like when it dons, it dons in fire, and it's like let's go. <laughs> and then the music starts playing. Oh yeah, yeah, that that guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy again, a very like resounding voice, commanding, very resounding, oh, okay. commanding voice. He, yeah, he, uh, I, I, I'm familiar with him from playing the priest in The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, crazy stuff, dude. Uh, yes, indeed. Well, to. To, to wrap up the show, I thought this would be hilarious to talk about. Speaking of Skyrim and Elder Scrolls, <laughs> as we know, uh, Elder Scrolls is a very addicting game. And uh, for certain really popular uh, movie uh, stars, uh, even the prior game, Elder Scrolls Oblivion, was a very addicting game as well. Yeah. And for Mr. James McAvoy, uh, who plays Professor X in the X-Men, uh, some of the X-Men movies, uh, he was so addicted to the game, he actually burned the disc. <laughs> and, uh, oh, my P- God. And Corey to PC Gamer says here, uh, nobody tell him about Skyrim for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, well, the, the mechanics have updated. Oh, hey, by the way, hey, hey there's this dwarven door. You sh- and, uh, this, is ran- this random cave you should enter it. It's a small cave. <laughs> Surprise. It's like half the size of the map that's underground. <laughs> <laughs> so this is here continuing on. It says, uh, you may know James McAvoy from his role as the younger Professor X in the X-Men series or from other movies like Atonement or uh, It Chapter 2 or from the time he turned out to actually be quite good on baking in the great British Bake Off. <laughs> Or recently, he started in Time Loop Adventure game 12 Minutes. Yeah, he does the voice acting, I guess, oh, really? for the guy, yeah. Oh, cool, I gotta check it out. Uh, which is why he's in Forbes talking about video games. It turns out, as a younger and less famous actor, McAvoy played a lot of Elder Scrolls for Oblivion. He says, in quote, that was the kind of game I'd always been into as a kid, he said. Uh, role-playing games, uh, Zelda, Secret of Mana, all that kind of stuff. Like, I love fantasy role-playing games, end quote. Since his love for Oblivion became a, became a problem because he was playing Aunt, uh, he was playing Anne Hathaway's love interest in period drama, becoming Jane at the time. He said, I'm like having to go to bed at 10 p.m. because I'm getting up at 6 a.m. every morning, McAvoy explained. Uh, I've got a ton of lines and all that kind of stuff, and I'm just staying up until four in the morning just playing Oblivion. <laughs> what a boss! <laughs> says it came to the, it says it came to a head where he pulled an all-nighter uh, that ended at five thirty-five a.m. ten minutes before a car arrived to take him to the set. No. Turning to a drastic solution, he turned on the gas stove. I just put the disc on it and watched it sort of like singe and melt a little bit. Fuck, dude. <laughs> and I was like. Like, right. 
We're done. We're over. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, lastly, it says that was the end of the Oblivion habit. Finally, though, within four years, McAvoy would be playing Professor X, a role initiated by Patrick Stewart, who played Emperor Uriel Septim Seventh in Oblivion. Oblivion, yeah, <laughs> dude. That's a crazy like. Oh my god, what a great article! It's like what? It's like that phrase of you know like like six, six degrees or something like that. It's like how dots randomly connect. Yeah, Patrick Stewart voices a character in Oblivion. <laughs> James McAvoy gets addicted to Oblivion. James, you know, James, you know, Stewart plays Magneto. Recommends McAvoy. Hey, I know. Why do, why do I know this voice? <laughs> oh yeah, I burned the game. I burned the game you're in because I was playing it too much. <laughs> Dude, those are the funnest. That's happened to me multiple times, even recently. Just have, you, have you been addicted to a game that much where it's like, fuck, this is crazy? Skyrim. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I remember when Skyrim again back to Skyrim and Elder Scrolls. You know, and again for those of you that are familiar with Bethesda, like Bethesda always makes. Bethesda used to make news other than glitches whenever like a like a main Bethesda game would drop like Fallout 4 and Skyrim mm. you always see news of like <laughs> you see news of like like a uh, uh, number of daily visits to Pornhub like exponentially decreases because <laughs> Skyrim or Fallout 4 just dropped <laughs> I love hearing that I think I, I saw that article there yeah, that was pretty funny yeah or like you know like how like collect like how much collectively things are affected like daily youtube views netflix yeah. and users and shit it yeah. just drops because everyone's playing skyrim or like again like again but you know oblivion same thing too there's you know oblivion i never i didn't play oblivion i missed that one but uh but again same thing you you, you know you talk to them and they're like really played oblivion and like pretty much no one will say like oh yeah i just popped it on no, exactly. No, you're like game. I know life did. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's so funny. Yeah, I remember um, there was some type of funny statistic where it was like, oh man, the crime is really low. Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah, like there's less people in jail. Like man. Like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like, like why are you why do you feel bad about this? Because obviously it's profitable. But but yeah, man, uh, I would say for a game that did that for me as far as addiction, uh, the Final Fantasy games, Final Fantasy nine and ten. I almost missed my bus to school because I was on disc three to four because through the chat, the, the disc three just mm -hmm. ended and I was like, oh, my God. Uh, and I almost missed my bus to school uh, in elementary school. And then the, the other one was uh, fucking Final Fantasy ten in middle school. I put like 55 hours in that game. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that was, that was amazing. I maxed out my character, which like, all my characters. I was like nuts. Um, there's been a lot of RPGs I know life. Yeah. Because it's easy when you have no life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but, I've, but, but he says like the five, you know, like he stopped at 530 when he's 10 minutes, he's 10 minutes out from like a car pickup. Like, oh, fuck. Um, I've definitely had those even recently. So as mentioned, we mentioned it multiple times on the show, our mutual friend Victor in the army in Japan, uh, cause the time change, you know, I, you know, when I play it, like he, he gets on. Yeah. Like after a work day, like our local time one in the morning. Uh, cause the time change. Um, and, and the thing, and, uh, and the thing is, it's like, so I'm playing games with him for a few hours. I'm just like, Oh, I should stop. Like, I'm not tired. I should stop and like and like I go to get up or I move and I look on my blinds and it's like oh the sun's up <laughs> <laughs> oh the sun's up I should get to bed even though I'm not <laughs> but yeah there's definitely 
again, like the memes, like, you know, the memes of like, you know, it's like a you know Sunday night or something like that. And like, or like whatever the kids and then, the, the, you know, the guy, the guys are like, Oh, I should stop now. And so it's like, I hear, it's like, I hear my wife waking up. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Dude, those are great. You're playing the whole fuck that game all fucking time. I was asleep. <laughs> I know it's like I can't play when you're awake. Fuck. And yeah, it's like sleeping. Sleeping's for the week when you're playing a RPG. And um, but yeah, definitely. Again, definitely Fallout and Skyrim are like just no life. And again, one of the reasons. Again, like we we talked about, one of the reasons it's easy to fucking no life. And like James over here, stay up all night is because like we've been over three hours. Uh, picking up flowers, <laughs> walking around the trail, looking at goats, killing oh spiders. Yeah, dude. That's <laughs> yeah, hilarious. yeah. I mean, again, it just again those style of games, especially the Bethesda, the Bethesda games from from random encounters to discoveries to stories and quests, just has so much shit. Yeah, and replay value. Yeah, replay value. Jesus. And the more we talk about it, I'm just like, and since it comes with a free upgrade, I'll be I'll be playing the fucking ten year anniversary. <laughs> I just, it's just so good. And do, thing, you, do you think it's gonna be? Because I know like Game Pass has the the special edition. Do you think like Game Pass owners are gonna get it for free? I don't know. I'll, I don't know. I haven't I haven't heard I haven't heard about that heard about the Game Pass link yet, but yeah. I think it will be. Again, again, seven point five, seven point five billion dollar to check to Todd Howard. Uh, put that shit on fucking Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, because I think I have, um, I have the special edition on Steam. So if, if in fact it carries over for PC. But the thing is, at least for me, I can say upside. There, it's the free upgrade. So even non Game Pass, yay me. Fuck yeah. But again, you know, Todd Howard's like, no, we won't. You know, this won't be on Game Pass. Phil Spencer backhands him. Seven, seven point five. Billion dollars. <laughs> Put this shit on fucking Game Pass. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Seriously, bro. That's what I'm betting. Crazy stuff. Crazy. Ooh. Never mind. Uh, I, I thought I thought it was gonna be a I thought it was gonna be an Xbox exclusive, but it's not. For which for which one? The ultimate the tenth anniversary. Oh yeah, yeah. It's for everything. I think I don't think it's exclusive. Yeah, it's for everything. <laughs> uh, well, we're we're uh, wrapping up here on the show. Any anything else that maybe I forgot to cover that we should address, discuss? Oh, for just just as a heads up for everybody for next week, uh, we we are doing a bye week, another bye week. Uh, coincidentally, fantasy football starting up, uh, but um, uh, we're not gonna have an episode next week. We're gonna be chilling. I'm gonna be in Seattle. Uh, so I will not be next to uh, my good friend here doing an episode. So the week after, you should expect uh, an episode for Game of Show Life. Keep it on Instagram, though. Yeah. We'll still be putting out news. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll definitely be putting some stuff out so you guys are still in tune. Uh, and then I guess that'll wrap it up here for the Game of Show Life podcast. Again, each and every Saturday, discussing all things games. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrell. With me is my co-host, my right-hand man, Arthur Thomas. That's me. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We will see you the week after next week. (laughs) Bye now. Two weeks.